let me take this opportunity to greet everybody watching and listening today. And before we go to this uh, Bible reading to our study today, I just want us to go to, to, to have a word of prayer before we go to the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before the throne of your grace. And I bring everybody, Lord, in your word, that, Lord, it bring about insight, that it bring about, Lord, wisdom. In your word, there is life. In your word, there is your power. Your word is what we trust. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you. Amen. Uh, friends and family, I just want us to take our Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to read from verse 1 to verse number 4. The title of our sermon is mainly about Jesus-centered families. How to build family that is Jesus-centered. Now, it reads so. Children, obey your parents, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first command with a promise, so that it may go well with you that you may enjoy long life. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up with love and kindness in the discipline, not violently, and instruction of the Lord. Now where we are reading here, this scripture teaches us directs us as to how to develop families, how to build families in a Christ-centered way. Because we know families were orientated by God. Family begins with God. We know God as the Father. We know Jesus as the Son. And we know the Holy Spirit. Now, if you look at God as the Father, you will see that there is a family because each and every family has got a father. Although there is no mother in heaven, reason being, in heaven, reproduction is not like on earth. That's why in the beginning, God said, let us create men into our likeness and let us make them men and a woman. So in other words, it was both men, except the other one had a womb for the sake of reproduction in this world. So in heaven, God creates, he speaks the word. Whatever that is needed in heaven, God speak it and it come to existence. But on earth, everything has to reproduce itself. And there is no gender in heaven because there is no need for gender in heaven. Because reproduction in heaven is not as in earth as I have explained. So there is no need for sexuality in heaven. We are all like angels. That's why there is no marrying in heaven. Now, in this world, we have what we call parenting. Families are built mainly by parenting. And what does the scripture teaches us? about parenting. Scripture shows us that 
Men are head of the families. Or fathers are head of the families. If you read in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 3, Paul speaks these words to the church of Corinth. He says, I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ. And the head of every woman is the man. So in other words, Paul is reminding the church here that according to God's order, man is the head of the family. In other words, man is the one that comes first, even according to creation. If you remember very well, in the beginning, the Bible says God first created the first Adam. And after he created Adam, out of his rib, he formed Eve. So man came first. And everything that was named, it was named by man. God gave that authority to man. In other words, God gave man to take a lead. So now here are the responsibilities that comes with being a father in the family. One, we find the Bible saying here, men should love their own wife. In other words, men should lead by love. And secondly, we find that men have to provide for their families. Men have to, 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 to protect the families. Men have to make sure that they get their family looked after in terms of resources. That's why if you read in the Bible, you'll find that men were always working in the farms. Men were hunters, whereas women were nurturing families, were nurturing uh, households. So it is the duty and the responsibility of a man again to train his children, to make sure that he teaches his children to live and to walk according to the principles and the requirements of the word of the Lord. That's why the Bible emphasized through Moses that they have to teach their children over and over these principles and these laws so that they can grow to know them. And in the Proverbs, uh, Solomon speaks these words. He says, train up a child in the manner that he should grow. When he is old, he will not forget it. So it is the responsibility of a man, the responsibility of a father to make sure that he trains, he grooms his children according to the will of the Lord. And then what is the mother's role according to scripture? We find in the scripture, the Bible teaches us that women learn submission. In other words, it says women should submit to their husbands. They should submit not because they are inferior. They should submit because that is how God has designed them for in this world. And let me show you something about the role of a man and a woman. There is no inferiority uh, complex that God was creating here. Women are not inferior to men, but rather women complete men. A man is completed by a woman and a woman is completed by man. Hence, the Bible says, God saw that it was not good for a man to be alone. He needed a helper. He needed someone to fulfill him. He needed someone to complete him. 
if you look at most of the things even in nature look at the at at at, at the battery for an, for an example it has got a positive cell and it also has got a minus cell a positive cell is without power on its own it needs a minus cell so showing that the minus cell is not inferior to the positive but the minus cell completes the positive in order to discharge currency so that is how god has created women that's why many women when we come to this subject of submit to your husband some they feel it's like god it's saying they have to be inferior it has got nothing to do with inferiority although we are living in a changed society whereby you will find that most families are now headed by women because they are the one that are providers but that is a subject for another day and then we find again women the role of a woman in a family is to protect her family is to nature the family i wanted to say is to take care of the family naturally women know how to nature they know how to nurse they know how to 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 take care of the children they know how to take care of household things they are very good even in pots you know in many times i try to cook the best in my house but i cannot beat my wife if we need the best meal in the house my wife is the best to do it i try my best but i always fail because that is not my role but when it comes to hunting getting other things working in the garden fixing things she cannot match me on that because it comes naturally with men and then now here is another role for women is also to train their children so raising up children training up children it's a responsibility of both fathers and mothers it's a responsibility of both men and women in order to prepare them for the future remember raising up children it's handing out the baton to the next future hallelujah and now this is their responsibility both of them now we are living in a society whereby we find many families are hidden or are led by single parents we have got so many single parents although the bible doesn't teach specifically about single parents but we see it when it teaches about widows which are mainly heads of the family so when it talks about uh, widows the bible always encourage them to to take care of their family to serve the lord to be loyal on their on 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 the lord and another thing that i always encourage single parents is that single parents it is their responsibility we know and we highly respect it and you know i've got great respect for single women who take care of their family who played both father role and mother role at the same time i really put my hands together for them but here is another thing that i always encourage women to say you need to do your best to help your children to at least have a father figure in in their life because i have found that in society there is a difference between a mother role in a in, in a life of a child and a father role and children need to understand both these roles because these roles are so important in the life and the well-being of a child more especially when they are grown up because how men are 
wired is different from how women are wired. And let me make an example. Men are more logical orientated. Men are thinkers. Everything that men does, they do it from the head point of view. But if you look at women, women are more of a feeling people. They are more of led by their emotions. They are more emotional. That's why they are more of nurturing. So now, women, as they are good in nurturing children, men are good in giving children principles. So I, I said, women, I encourage them to always have a father, whether it's a grandpa or it's an uncle in the family. Expose your children to that so that they can have that kind of balance in their life, that kind of understanding, so that as they grow, they know how to handle life issues. Now, it is the responsibility of every parent to, chill, to, to, to teach their children the ways of life, to train them on how to live life to the fullest, on how to understand life, on how to discover their purpose. You know, most children, they don't really know what they are born for, and they need the parents to assist them in order to be able to release they are God-given purpose. I will take an example. If you read in the Bible about the story of Jacob, the Bible tells us that Jacob was a twin brother to Esau. Although Esau was, was the elderly brother and Jacob was the younger. And by right, Esau was supposed to take an inheritance. But according to the will and the purpose of God, it was Jacob instead that had to take that role. Now what we see here, while the children were still in the mother's womb, in Rachel's womb, there was jostling within her tummy. And the Bible tells us that she prayed to God and asked, God, what is happening within me? And God spoke to her. God revealed to her about the purpose, about the plan of the children that were in her tummy. That Jacob is going to rule over Esau. And as he was born, Rachel was there to take care of, 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 J, of Jacob. Rachel made sure that Jacob fulfills that purpose. She helped him to accomplish that purpose. That is the role of, of a parent. That is the role of a mother. That is the role of a father. To make sure that you help your children to discover and to fulfill their purpose. So we have so much of a great role to play in our children. If you remember also the story of Albert Einstein, who was reject, rejected at school, and then the mother helped him because her, his, intellect, his intelligence was more than what the school was offering. And then they actually wrote him off and said, this child is dumb. He, he doesn't understand. He cannot learn. He's a slow learner. Not because he was a fool, because his IQ was not in line with what they were teaching at that child. But the mother discovered and made sure that she built a child. So as a parent, never discourage your child. As a parent, never speak negative words on your child. As a parent, never insult your child. Tell them who they are. Tell them who they become. 
I always also say that children, they come like an empty CD. When you buy an empty CD, you decide as to what to record in that CD. If you put music, it will play music. If you put message, it will play message. So whatever you put in an empty SD card, it's what you will get out of it. So what you put in your child's life, it's what you will get. So it is our responsibility to train our children. And above all, is to treat them, raise them with love. Teach them to respect. Respect life, respect others, respect even nature. Because life, it's all about life, love, and respect. So I'm going to be praying in closer and praying that God bless you even as we go forward in raising our children, in making sure that we bring them up in the manner that the Lord loves. We bring them up in the manner that tomorrow we will say we have done our best to teach our children. Let's close our eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Lord. And I pray for more of your grace, O oh God, upon each and every family, every father and every mother, Lord. I pray that, Lord, let your blessing, let your wisdom, let your understanding, Lord, rest upon their lives. Help them, Lord, as they, they raise their children, Lord, to navigate the issues of life. That, Lord, you give them that wisdom. You give them that courage, O oh God. You give them, Lord, that compassion, that love that, Lord, never ceases towards their children. And I pray that, Lord, let the fathers of God lead the families in a way, Lord, that is ordained of you. And let the same happen with the mothers of God. Let them not give up in raising the children. Lord, I pray for all the children that, Lord, give them the spirit of understanding and give them the spirit of submission that they know that everything that the parents are teaching them Everything that the parents are showing them is unto their benefit and for the welfare of their future. And every spirit of darkness that stands against marriages, that stands against families, I come against it by the fire of the Holy Ghost. I come against it by the blood of Jesus. I come against it by the word of God. I speak, I declare, and I decree destruction against every plan of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, I thank you. Giving you praise, glory, and an honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you so much for your time. God bless you.